Why does Joe Biden love giving money to horrible people? You know what they say, birds of a feather. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K saves the Republic. And before we get into the latest on Joe Biden being a terrible person, before we get in, into the latest about Joe Biden funding Iran, who funds terrorists to uh, invade Israel and slaughter innocent people from all over the world, not just Israelis, Americans, Australians, Germans. Really, I think there's like 19 different countries that these victims have come from. And yet the worldwide shock and outrage mm, doesn't seem to really be there, especially if you look at cities like New York. Uh, well, like I said, we'll get into all of that. But first, I don't know if you've noticed it, but uh, this, but at least here where I am, the weather's a little cooler. There's a little nip in the air. You walk outside and you start to go, whoo, that's colder than I ori originally. Uh, I mean, it's like 50 degrees. It's still Florida, but it's not, you know, the 90 degree weather we have here in Florida. Look, I'm wearing a sweater for crying out loud. And that means that it's October, it's fall, and Halloween is right around the corner. And when Halloween is right around the corner, we like to open up the Halloween shop uh, on the markeshop.com. And it's like a spirit Halloween store, only you don't need a big empty bed, bath, and beyond. You can just put it up there on the internet. And we have all of our favorites. We have the Sniffer Treat from last year, which was one of our top sellers. We have the the uh, the dead Biden voters supporting Biden in 2024. And we have some new additions. Not only my favorite, the John Fetterman Halloween costume. It's just a hoodie. Uh, but also Matt Gates yelling, oh, boo, all you want. <laughs> this was this was, of course, uh, this was, of course, inspired by his uh, now famous speech on the House of the Floor last week, right before he ousted Speaker McCarthy, where he, he called out the leadership, called them out for being for being uh, tied to the special interest groups and, um, you know, totally, uh, totally in bed with with all of these uh, large, uh, you know, um, dark money donors. Anyway, it's a great Halloween costume. Oh, and I know how we uh, our listeners and our viewers love their caprons, aprons, but, you know branded with my last name. We have a whole, we put up all of our caprons available right now. So if you'd prefer a capron to a hoodie or a t-shirt, by all means, go to markkshop.com. Markkshop.com. Get all of your Halloween costume needs. And here's a kicker. If you uh, type in save the Republic, uh, save the Republic as your coupon code, you can save 10% off of your entire order. So the more you buy, the more you save at markkshop.com, coupon code Save the Republic. All right, speaking of saving the Republic, let's talk a little bit about Joe Biden and all this money that he loves to give to terrible, horrible, no good, very bad people. I will say this, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad people also like to give money to Joe Biden. So when I say birds of a feather flock together, uh, I'm not, you know, that's not just, that's not just a, a, a cute colloquial, uh, colloquialism that fits the actual that fits the actual topic at hand. Marsha Blackburn, senator from Tennessee, she yesterday called on Joe Biden and Joe Biden's White House to refreeze the $6 billion that he unfroze for Iran. You may remember there was a big prisoner swap. We had some Iranian prisoners. They had some of our prisoners. We swapped them out. And then for some reason, like that wasn't enough, we gave them $6 billion back that we had previously frozen because, hmm, let me think, we thought maybe they would use that $6 billion to fund terrorism. We thought maybe they would use that $6 billion to, uh, I don't know, uh, create nuclear weapons and and uh, and proliferate their their nuclear um, uh, their nuclear weapons, uh, you know, industry. You know, we thought maybe they would use that money to turn around and harm people like Americans or Jews in Israel or both. And that's exactly what seems to have happened. Now, the White House is denying that any of that money, all that money is earmarked for humanitarian aid. I have a question. When's the last time Iran spent any money on humanitarian aid? Probably about the last time I bought a bottle of shampoo. 
I'm just telling you, it is definitely something that seems a little shady because, well, Joe Biden's involved and Iran's involved and involved. And those are two of the shadiest. Those are two of the shadiest groups um, on the face of the planet. But the six billion dollars that was that was unfrozen was earmarked for humanitarian aid. And less than a month later, one of the deadliest attacks on the Jewish people in Israel occurred. Hamas backed by Iran. And we know this because they said so. I don't know how Iran feels about being thrown under the bus like that, but whatever. Uh, They said so. They said Iran backed this. Iran, the Republican Guard uh, in Iran gave us the green light in in Beirut to go ahead with the attack. They helped train. They helped arm. They helped get this thing off the ground. And and, and a thousand uh, Israelis and uh, Israeli citizens were slaughtered as a result. We've all seen the images. We don't need to go back through it. The the festival goers who were just enjoying it was like a peace festival in the desert near the Gaza Strip, and they ended up getting slaughtered. We've seen the stories of the of the parents and the kids being being abducted and dragged back to the Gaza Strip, beaten, and God knows what else. Now there's threats of execution against all of those prisoners if um, if the the bombing of the Gaza Strip and the attacks on Hamas by uh, the Israeli Defense Force don't cease. Fun fact: they're not going to cease. Uh, Israel is going to make sure that Hamas can never pull this kind of attack ever again with or without Iran's help. But the question goes back to the money. Joe Biden has been asked to refreeze the money. Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, she wrote, the Biden administration is refusing to acknowledge Iran's role in the unprovoked terrorist attacks on Israel. But Hamas and Hezbollah say not only did Iran help plan for months, but they gave the official green light. So if the people who perpetrated the attack, Hamas, the attack, Hamas, Hezbollah say, guess what? Iran helped us. Iran trained us. Iran told us what to do. Iran greenlighted this whole thing. Iran Iran basically said, we got you. We got you, boo. You want to go into Israel and do this thing? We got your back. That's what Iran said. And now Joe Biden's saying to Iran, I got yours. It's a really bizarre mixed up world we live in. Senator Marshall Blackburn also went on to say the United States should not be sending a single penny to Iran, let alone six billion dollars. I am immediately calling on Biden to reverse course and cancel the ransom agreement. Dave McCormick, who BT dubs, sorry, Keith, is running for Senate against John, uh, against uh, Bob Casey to, to, I guess, counterbalance John Fetterman. Um, Dave McCormick said the Biden administration insists not a penny of the six billion they promised to Iran has yet to be received by Iran. Given the Hamas attack on Israel, I call on President Biden to block release of the money. And as a senator, and as a senator, I would immediately introduce legislation to put hold on these funds. Don't give Iran a penny. Here's my thought process. Okay, let's just play devil's advocate. Let's just say for a moment that Iran has not used any of the $6 billion uh, that we've that we've given back to them on September 11th, a horrible day to do it, by the way. Um, anyway, they, we, they haven't used any of that $6 billion at all to attack Israel. They haven't used that money to back Hamas, to arm them, to give them those paragliders, to give them whatever it is they needed to break into Israel, to give them the trucks and the backing and everything and all the scarves that they wrap over their faces so that they could terrorize Israelis and murder them in their beds and then drag them off to Gaza where they uh, continue to keep them as hostages um, for ransom. Let's just say that Iran didn't use that $6 billion for any of that. What that means is Iran used their own money. They had money to do all that. And now, on top of everything, we've given them an additional $6 billion. Let's just say that maybe Iran did have some money earmarked for humanitarian aid. Let's say Iran has, oh, I don't know, $50 million earmarked 
for humanitarian aid. Well, guess what? Now that they're getting $6 billion from the U.S., they can take that money that was earmarked for humanitarian aid and they can use it for bombs and weapons and backing terrorists who will kill the Israelis and the Americans and all the other infidels. I mean, it's, the, it's six of one, half dozen of another. Money is money. If you say, Iran, here's $6 billion, but you can only use it for this thing, then they're going to say, great, we'll only use that for that thing. We'll take all the other money we have and we're going to use it to kill people just like you. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing. If I won the lottery, which I didn't, by the way, the Powerball jackpot still, it's like up to one point, it's almost $2 billion. But if I won the lottery and they said, hey, Mark, you can only use this lottery money for uh, essentials. You can't use it for anything else like bourbon or more bourbon or beer or just essentials. You can use it for your home. You can use it for your clothing. You can use it for food. No liquor. Then you know what I would do? I'd say, great, give me the money and all the other money I have, my life savings. I would just use that for the bourbon and the beer and the bourbon and the bourbon and the beer. So it's, it doesn't matter where the money comes from. It doesn't matter what it's earmarked for. Giving somebody money means they can reallocate other funds and the humanitarian aid, quote unquote, that we gave to Israel, that we unlocked, or I'm sorry, that we gave to Iran, that we unlocked, that we unfroze, that money uh, it can, it is, can be used for that uh, particular earmark, but then it frees up all the other cash that they maybe had earmarked for that stuff um, that they can use, like I said, uh, for murder. All right. So Joe Biden, I know what you're thinking. What's this guy say about it? Apparently, apparently, Joe Biden is saying nothing about this whole thing. He called a lid at noon yesterday, which means no more public appearances, no more public comments, not saying a word. Think about this. Think about this. War, a massive war breaks out in the Middle East, a very important uh, part of the world, especially when you look at our energy supply, because, well, Joe Biden has destroyed our domestic energy supply and basically whittled down and, and, and sucked the life out of our strategic oil reserves. So it's a very important place that we need to be paying attention to. Plus, Israel, our number one ally in the entire world, is under attack by terrorists. And, you know, terrorists are bad because if they're going to attack Israel uh, in their homeland, they'll attack us in our homeland. They have in the past. They will again. Joe Biden wants to make no comment about it, has no statements. On Saturday, when this whole thing was going on, you know what he did? He attended a barbecue and he had a live band. And people were asking, what's all this live music we hear coming from the White House? Oh, he's at a barbecue. Oh, right. He's at a barbecue while Israelis are getting slaughtered and our number one ally in the world is being invaded by uh, by Islamic terrorists. That's a good idea. You know, it's not the, it's not the route I would have gone, but, you know, he's Joe Biden. He he dances to the beat of his own drummer on Monday when you thought it would be all man, it would be all hands on deck of constant meetings in the war room, talking to the press quelling the fears. Uh, uh Joe Biden went away at noon. He called the lid. He went back to God knows wherever he goes. Um, but we're hearing uh, my good buddy Jack Posobiec tweeted out something, and I'm paraphrasing, along the lines that Joe Biden is having problems uh, deciphering between Ukraine and Israel. And that when he's in meetings with people, whether it's intelligence meetings or whether it's military meetings or whether it's in the war, wherever he happens to be, the the confusion between Israel and Ukraine is significant. He keeps calling Israel Ukraine. He keeps calling Ukraine Israel. I'm sure he calls I'm sure he calls Iran Russia back and forth. His cognitive ability is declining. Uh, we also hear that Lloyd Austin, who's basically one of the most pointless defense secretaries we've ever had, uh, is sitting back, relaxing and enjoying the show. While Anthony Blinken, the secretary of state, is making all of the decisions. And that's just definitely not the way any of this government that we've set up over 250 years ago was supposed to work. 
So Joe Biden is an absentee president at one of the most dangerous times in our nations and probably our world's history. So, you know, there's that. The other question remains, why is it that Joe Biden is an absentee president? Is it because he doesn't want to speak out in support of Israel? Probably not. He wasn't very supportive of Israel when he was Barack Obama's vice president because Barack Obama was not supportive of Israel when he was president. It would be very weird for him to backtrack now. Also, Joe Biden, as we said before, tends to side with the tyrannical dictatorial communist regimes. He sides with China. He sides with Moscow when they're running him big fat checks. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he had some Middle Eastern counterparts that maybe have funneled money through the the uh, James Biden or Hunter Biden channel into the big guy's coffers over the years. I mean, wherever there's money, wherever there's cash to be had in exchange for political favors, you know that Joe Biden is going to be right there at the center of it. So hopefully today we'll hear from the president. If not, it's probably because A, he doesn't have anything supportive to say about our allies, or B, he just can't decipher between Israel and Ukraine, and his aides are petrified with fear that it's going to show more weakness and create even more conflict on the world stage. Because every time Joe Biden says something or does something like, oh, I don't know, giving $6 billion to terrorists or confusing two major countries that are involved in two very different conflicts uh, in front of a podium, yeah, that makes us look. That makes us look, uh, makes us look pathetic. Uh, anyway, we'll have more on this during the Mark K Show today. Please tune in noon Eastern, 11 Central, every single day on all of our Patriot Radio Network radio stations. If you have not yet liked and subscribed and set notifications for this video, for this podcast, do that right now. Hurt my hand a little bit. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and set the notifications because every single day we're going to be trying to update you and inform you and inspire you and let you know what's going on in this world. The stuff you need to know about, not the stuff they want you to know about, not the propaganda. The stuff that is actually important to you so you can make informed decisions and you can take action and you and me and everyone else can save the republic.